honestly, if you want to meet Maribel without, a, I mean, get in line an hour early. I was going to say without a line. Yeah. I don't know that that's no. going to happen. Uh, get in line an hour, hour and a half early. I remember when, when Merida first opened up, uh, we oh, wanted yeah. to meet Merida and we got in line. We were excited and come to find out we weren't even the next session. We were the session after that. The line we were in, the people ahead of us were getting into the next one that was meeting in like an hour. We were going to have to wait two or three hours. And there were people waiting to meet Merida. And mm-hmm. so just understand, Maribel is going to be a hot commodity. So <laughs> Bruno is also appearing in the parade, and we're hoping he'll make some appearances with Mirabelle. Um, but uh, we don't know. Right now, that's not official. He's only in the parade. So there really is no shot at meeting Bruno at this point. Do you want to make the joke or should I? I mean, we don't talk about Bruno, so... There you go. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That joke's going to live forever. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show, a podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Welcome back, Jen. Well, thanks, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Welcome back to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. It's a two-week break. We took the last week off. Of course, Jen was out of the country again (laughs) Uh, for the last time in probably, what, a couple of weeks now? Your next trip is, you know, what, Tuesday or something? Because No, no, I'm actually on a hiatus for like almost two months, so. Oh, my gosh. Well, something No, I can take it back six weeks. Six weeks. Marcy loves me. We'll call and she'll be like, hey, Jen, you want to go to Australia for a week for a conference? And you'll be like, okay. And then, of course, we'll have to do something else. But uh, we decided to take last week off because I was busy. The The kid went back to school last week. And, of course, a lot as as you probably mm-hmm. can tell, everybody can tell if they have a Facebook account, everybody's going back to school. Everybody's going back before to school. pictures and the after pictures are all going back to school. Uh, after as mentioned, pictures. Marcy loves me. Her daughter, Rory, is going to eighth grade, I believe. I saw it. I think, I I think so. Yeah. Uh, good job, Rory. Eighth grade. You're going to do it. And uh, yeah, it's eighth grade. It's not that hard. You'll make it and you'll be fine. And so good luck to you on that. Uh, and all the children, of course, Kyla, Kyla, Kyla's little princesses are going back and Heather's perfect little children are going back and and all our all our friends yeah. kids are, are going back and your children. Yeah. Are non-existent. You're like, I'm good. I'm I don't good. know. I have I, like 28 I, children in the agency. I feel like that's pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> and so we're all dealing with our kids going back to school, which is, which is all kinds of fun. So summer is coming down to an end as things are kind of getting more routine, which is nice. My kid has a routine now, which is great um, because I'm actually able to do stuff during the day without nice. him coming in the room and laying in the floor. And he likes to pull my DVDs down. Anything I have unwrapped, like on, like I bought, you know, how you buy something, you stick on the shelf and then yeah. you forget about it. It's been there for like two years. You're like, we've never even opened this. He's opened everything. <laughs> he He's made it. sure that every DVD and Blu-ray I have on my shelf, all like 200 of them, they're all open, all the wrappers off. And there's a big pile of cellophane over in the corner where he's just sitting there and just, all right, that's open. Next. <laughs> okay, it's open. It's, it's a little crazy. So Jen, how have you Disneyed in the last two weeks? Oh, well, I was at, on an Adventures by Disney in Costa Rica. It was incredible, um, as always. Uh, Adventures by mm-hmm. Disney is just such an amazing product. So nice. um had the Disney difference, of course, for the for seven days. I came back and nobody has food ready for me. There are no yippee bars um being passed. That's a Brady discussion. Brady, where's you my know, dinner? like I, I feel it. like I need somebody to, like room service. So like I don't know. It's coming back. <laughs> yeah. 
Not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> I mean, the people aren't there dropping the rose petals at your feet like they do at Disney World and Disneyland. Come on. It's just it's ridiculous now we can get into more details next week because we'll talk about this next week but was yeah, there yeah, a lot yeah. of differences in last year's trip and this year's trip because this is the second year in a row you've gone to costa rica correct um so I, so last year i actually i didn't talk a lot about it but um i mm-hmm. i got a little stomach um bug in the middle it was mm-hmm. um just oh, it was good, good yeah yeah no it was and fine they handled it so beautiful mm-hmm. beautifully so i can actually speak to how that works um but this time i actually got to experience things that i did not experience last time due to that so that nice. was wonderful Very and yeah just um you like the the things are a little bit different because you know just based on how the weather is on a given day can change how you experience something yeah. so it was neat to see that and to see um some of those differences but still the quality amazing met some fab- fabulous fabulous people um and agent sarah who was with me of course mm-hmm. just loved Perfect. it um her first exp- uh, first adventures by disney experience there we go that is awesome. Now, we will talk more about that next week. We're going to plan an episode. We're going to bring on our good mm-hmm. friend, Kyla, 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 who was with you guys in Europe. Uh, well, not with you yes. guys. They were Their family went to Europe and you went to Europe on the same ship. And so we'll talk mm-hmm. all about that cruise and we'll talk about the Costa Rica trip as well. And she's yeah. traveled a lot this summer. So we'll kind of roll those travels into one discussion. But for this week, um, I watched Ahsoka. It's the uh, Disney Plus oh. show, Star Wars. Now, for those who don't know who Ahsoka is, she's the orange-faced character. She's got the, like the like tentacles that come down from her head. And they're not really tentacles. I forget what they're called. Um, but she's a Twi'lek creature. Star mm-hmm. Wars fans don't yell at me if I get that wrong. Um, but uh, she is a she's one of the few characters that was actually not in the movies. She was created during the cartoon run of Star Wars, Clone Wars, and Star Wars Rebels. Uh, and just the character has massively taken off. People love her. Yeah, she was, people love her. She was Luke Skywalker, um, Anakin Skywalker's apprentice in the cartoons. And so, you know, she's been able to kind of appear in the parks now. And of course, now she's in the show, she a show on her own. Rosario Dawson plays her and it's just perfect. I, I love Rosario mm. Dawson. Saw her in Haunted Mansion, of course, and she's in this. And oh, so yes. the last two episodes, the first two episodes premiered last night. And it'll be a weekly series on Tuesday going forward, which is really exciting because I didn't watch any of Star Wars Rebels. I, I've saw none of the cartoon. Uh, um, okay. But if you just want to go straight into it and you're like, I don't know what the cartoon is. I never watched it. It's okay. This You can still pick this up. There are some characters I probably would suggest going maybe going to Wikipedia to learn who the characters are. Sabine Wren and Hera and uh, Skull and some of those characters to figure out who they are. But this all takes place around the same time as The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, all those sh- series that came out on Disney+. Plus. This is all the same timeline after Return of the Jedi, but before we get to Force Awakens. So somewhere okay. in that that time period. So I definitely suggest watching it. It's a, a well-done show. Um, there have been various qualities of shows that have come on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Marvel's Secret Invasion has not been good. A lot of the shows for Marvel have been kind Ooh. of kind of bad um book of boba fett kind of has its detractors even obi-wan was just kind of cheesy fun but it wasn't great so i'm really have high hopes for the rest of the series to be really really good so nice yeah ahsoka's on disney plus hey let's talk about a little bit of new it's all the news that's fit to print with david Ola and jen vanney yeah news First up, we'll talk Disneyland. And Disneyland, mm-hmm. Jen, I'm not going to get to see Avengers um, uh, Rogers the Musical. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's ending uh, August 30th. There's no plans for an extension. Uh, I do feel as if this is something they will just intermittently bring back on, on random occasions. Probably. You know? um, maybe when the new Marvel movies come out next year, they'll say, mm-hmm. hey, it's coming back for a limited engagement, a limited time, and they'll change the show up or something like that. But um, 
Yeah, I'm not going to get out there. So I guess you're not going to get to Disneyland in the, in the last seven days of the month? I, no, I've, I've done a lot of traveling. I don't think I can pull off getting out to Southern California right now. Now, we both <laughs> love to travel, but honestly, does it feel kind of good to be at home for a couple of weeks and you, you're you looking at your calendar going, you know what? I don't have to go anywhere for right now. Yeah, if- it's... Like I think, I think the um, the stressful part about is you know you have to prep to go away, and right. then you're away, and then when you come back, it's like I'm catching up, and then like if you know you have a quick turnaround, it's like and I have to prep to go away again. Right. So the um, in this case, I'm home for like six weeks, so it's nice to be like okay, if I didn't get this done today, I'll get on tomorrow. It's about week five and a half, you should be caught up, and then you'll leave the day after tomorrow, and you know go on another trip. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I do I, I do have another trip coming up, and then at that point, I'm actually like. I'm actually like every two weeks. So that's mm. going to be, that's going to be a lot actually. Oh, that sounds like a lot uh-huh. of fun. Yeah. I'm not traveling again. Well, I think that I'm not traveling again originally until November, which of course we have an agency retreat. We're going down to, uh, to Walt Disney world, kind of a bunch of us mm-hmm. meeting together, not an official agency meetup, but it's an agency meetup. And so we're all going together. And of course I'm going to try to go to universal for a few days before that to experience the Harry Potter area, mm-hmm. um, at Christmas time. And I'm really excited. But I'm also, and I'll talk about this a little bit more in the coming weeks, but I'm also getting the chance to go to Alaska in September. So that is going to be awesome. And uh, on, uh, unfortunately, not on a Disney cruise. It will be on a princess cruise. I don't want to say unfortunately. I get to experience the pr- princess cruise line. So let me say that. Uh, for anybody from from that area listening, it's not unfortunate at all. I'm really excited about it. And uh, like I said, we'll talk about that more in the coming weeks as I get more details about it, about what we're going to be doing. But still at Disneyland, on September 7th, the doors of Tiana's Palace will be opening up at Disneyland Park. Uh, You're going to get a little taste of New Orleans inspired by Tiana herself. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll be able to get can't-miss classics like gumbo and beignets, a tasty Mm. twist you can only get at this quick... It's a quick-serve location, by the way. Uh, There will be all kinds of different things from Seven Greens gumbo to chicken and andouille sausage. Andouille? I don't... Andouille? Yes, and that's what I said. Chicken and Andouille <laughs> sausage. Uh, our our big fan and listener, Melissa, the chef. By the way, please don't uh, please don't uh, message me later. I'm trying. I'm trying, uh, Melissa. I'm trying. Exactly. <laughs> Cajun, Cajun spice half chicken. The mufalada sandwich is coming. The beef po' boy sandwich. Gulf of shrimp and grits. Now I hear Gulf shrimp and I in a Creole sauce and I'm, obviously it's going to be spicy, but if I can get that without some spice all over it uh baked macaroni and cheese buttermilk cornbread red beans and heirloom Mm. rice coleslaw cheesy grits uh sounds really good i'm getting house filled beignets filled check this out a house filled beignet filled with lemon icebox pie filling topped with lemon glaze yes please thank you you and come again uh of course you also can get all kinds of other little treats and special additions that are gonna be there but that's opening september 7th for those of you in disneyland so jen if you do go to disneyland the next week make sure you go ahead and extend your trip so you can see rogers the musical and Um, visit tiana's palace and visit because like that made me hungry well you'll have a week in between too because (laughs) rogers ends on august the 30th tiana's opens up on the 7th so you have a whole week to to explore the the oh yeah i mean yeah i'm I'm staring at that 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 beignet with lemon pie filling and i'm like well, you know, if I run like five five Ks tomorrow, maybe that'll kind of even it out, you know, because be I imagine fine. that's not going to be healthy for you. I remember. Uh, what, okay. So as a kid, we actually used to have that lemon ice box pie. Like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And get it as cold as possible. You want to put oh, it in the yeah. fridge. Just let it thaw out a little bit. Just a little still, bit. Just a little bit. You still want the ice flakes on it when you cut it. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. So, good. <laughs> so we're going to pause the podcast. I'm going to Winn-Dixie across the street and give me some ice. Wait, pie. hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> so, pause. And we're back. Um, Universal, real quick on this, the Death Eaters 
are coming to Universal. Yeah, which is kind of cool because they were a little creepy. It's kind of creepy. It is creepy looking in the pictures. Uh, for those creepy. of you not in the know, um, speaking to you, Kyla, 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 and other people who just haven't read Harry Potter, the Death Eaters are the or followers. Watched. Of Voldemort, yes, or watched. They're the ones who follow Voldemort, and a lot of the characters, a lot of the bad guys you find it in the books are actually Death Eaters, and they're the ones that followed him and do his dirty mm -hmm. work and that kind of thing. They're called Death Eaters, so they're the bad wizards. The bad wizards. So they're coming. We're not really sure if it's going to be coming in, in day to day or in the evening to Harry Potter's Wizarding World, or if it will be just Halloween Horror Nights in those areas. We will give you more if we find out. Yeah. Let's pop now to Disney World. Encanto, Mirabelle is going to be meeting. Finally, uh, I put mm -hmm. this post up in a couple weeks ago on my Disney on a dollar page, and it blew up. I never knew people were so passionate about Merida. Um, and uh, people love Merida. Merida in the fairy tale gardens, which as you're walking, let's just say you're walking from Tomorrowland towards. Um, Do you mean Mir? Oh, yeah, 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 Mirabelle. Merida was there. Merida was, was there. there. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. fairy tale gardens, as you're walking towards uh, the the Mad Hatter teacups, yep. um, over to the left side there, past the little Chester Cat Cafe, whatever, there's the fairy tale gardens. It's right there. And they closed it down. Merida's not meeting anymore. They're going to be opening it up to. No, Maribel. it's before you get to the Cheshire Cafe. Is it? Before? Yeah. If, if you're coming around the, the bend, it's the. It's the the meet and greet spot and then the Cheshire Cafe and then the teacups. Yeah, because you can absolutely see the Cheshire Cafe from the teacups. I'm sure. I guess you come, if you're coming down from the castle, like if you're coming, oh, coming down from, from the, the castle, castle walk. Okay, I was coming from Tomorrowland. Okay, so oh, coming you're coming from Tomorrowland. No, okay, I was about mind. to be like, Jen, you're wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. well, I was just coming no. the other direction. <laughs> coming across the bridge from the castle, uh, on the left side there is, uh, is it across the bridge? Yeah, on the left side there is the Fairytale Gardens. Then you get Cheshire Cat Cafe. You're right, but if, if you're coming from Tomorrowland, you. correct, yes. you have to pass yes. Cheshire Cafe, and then it's on the right. Now, if you're coming from Animal Kingdom, you're going to catch the bus, you're going to go. You're going to you take the take the TTC and then you're gonna head head over. If you're a cast member, you'll come up the Utilidor. Um, <laughs> so no, that's gonna be on September the 15th, and I imagine the crowds for that will be massive. So if you're gonna do that, get your times guide, check your app, figure out when she's gonna be meeting. It'll probably yeah. be a couple of times a day, nine, eleven, one, three. Honestly, if you want to meet Maribel without, a, I mean, get in line an hour early. I was going to say without a line. Yeah. I don't know that that's no. going to happen. Uh, get in line an hour, hour and a half early. I remember when when Merida first opened up, uh, we oh, wanted yeah. to meet Merida and we got in line. We were excited. And come to find out, we weren't even the next session. We were the session after that. The line we were in, the people ahead of us were getting into the next one that was meeting in like an hour. We were going to have to wait two or three hours. And there were people waiting to meet Merida. And mm -hmm. so just understand Maribel is going to be a hot commodity. <laughs> so Bruno is also appearing in the parade and we're hoping he'll make some appearances with Mirabelle. Um, but uh, we don't know right now. That's not official. He's only in the parade. So there really is no shot at meeting Bruno at this point. Um, mm -hmm. Do you want to make the joke or should I? I mean, we don't talk about Bruno, so there you go. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> that joke's gonna live forever. Uh, Stitch is now roaming around Tomorrowland. He doesn't really have a meet and greet spot. You'll just find him roaming around, which is great. Uh, the Disney Wish character, and I don't mean the ship. And I hate the fact that they named this movie the Wish. I know this movie's coming up called Disney Wish or called yeah. Wish. And I'm like, really? There's a ship called the Wish, and a movie called the Wish. The main character is named Asha. Uh, I can't remember who voices her, but this movie is coming out in November. This is their big fall release. Mm -hmm. Later on this fall, we'll be, be meeting Asha. We'll be hearing a lot more of that coming up. And it actually looks like a pretty cool trailer. I'm, I'm pretty excited about cool. this movie, uh, hoping that uh, hoping it's good. And finally, over at Epcot, Vanellope Von Schweetz meet and greet and the exit of the Figment ride is now gone. They've closed it up. They haven't officially announced who's coming here. 
Odds on favorites is that Figment is coming I here. Mean, it, it would make complete sense. sense. The <laughs> only way that it wouldn't make sense if they if they decided to put because Mickey and Minnie are going to be doing meet and greets in their hundred year celebration. Outfits, yeah, put them there and have something bigger for Figment somewhere else. But I don't know where else they would do it. That's the whole thing. I mean, um, like whenever they had interventions, you know, like mm-hmm. there were character spots there right. that you could have gone to. But right that's not right. really a thing right now so i don't well i know. believe that's open and i could be wrong but i believe that's opening up with communicore hall or something like that what are the creation yeah, halls it's, they're opening up a new mm, mickey's hot spot where you can meet all the characters well, well right but they whatever, wouldn't but, i don't know that they would put figment i don't think there. so either but again yeah. that makes sense if figment would go there and i'm predicting figment will go there but we can't say for sure because but we can't no we can't so, i mean because yeah. the only other like great spot is that pavilion mm-hmm. where like Duffy right. used to meet by right. World Showcase. Right. Well, my but, thought again is that the, the figment meet and greet, they're anticipating it to have a large crowd. And I that do space think space is not huge. And so yeah. they might try to do it on Genie Plus only or something. I don't know. Um, I Joy don't know. also meets there right across the hall. You walk, you come out of the exit. Joy's on one side. Yep. Penelope was on the other. And I've met both. 10 minute waits for both for me. It's not really that mm-hmm. hard. Uh, but Figment, Figment's going to be a massive crowd. That's going to be a big crowd. Um, I mean, they can do some switchbacks. Uh, I mean, maybe yeah. they have a, you know, mm-hmm. a plan for that. Right. Let's. So I'm sure they have a plan. Let's hope that they do. Let's hope they do. Halloween party sold out now through September the 17th. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. any party you want to go to, you can't go to anything through September 17th. Now, remember, if you're military, you can go up day of to the, to the, to the gates and get a ticket with your military ID and everything. So that is really, really cool. So military can get a get day mm-hmm. of tickets. Otherwise, uh, they're sold out. As we always remind you guys, if you want to go to the party and you know you're going to the party, go ahead and get Buy your the ticket. tickets. It's non-refundable. It's theoretically non-transferable. So don't plan on that. Um, you know, so just understand if it's something you're like, maybe we might go. Right. Don't just buying it, think you can change it later. But if you know you're going to go, go ahead and get your ticket. Yeah. Because I actually bought tickets for a couple of clients this past week for, they decided they're going to, they're going to go and now they're sold out. I've got them, but now they're sold out. So they couldn't go away. Yeah. They decided today. So make sure you can go. All right. So let's talk. A few, oh, one more thing. One more thing. This is exciting. The parking trams are coming back to Epcot <laughs> and to Hollywood studios. Anybody who's ever walked those parking lots will love the fact that the parking trams I'm are I'm going to say back. specifically Epcot. Yes. That's a, it's one of the largest single surface parking lots in the world. And I'm not making that up. That's not being, uh, you know, uh, not being hyperbolic. I mean, it's a, it's like 11 or 12,000 space parking lot, I believe. And it's a massive parking lot. I mean, it is, it is ginormous. It is ginormous. Parking over in that back corner, you're probably going to walk a half mile, if not more, to get to the front gates before. Oh, easily. Maybe, maybe. And if if it's boiling hot, you're like a mess before you even get to the gate. Yeah. Yep. And so just plan on that. But the trams are coming back sometime in September. We don't exactly know when. They've been in effect for over a year now at Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. And it was one of those simple things for like Disney. What the heck? Why don't you just do the trams? Don't know what they're waiting on, but now they're here. Jen made some calls. She called the Bob. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was me. The Bob is busy. He's got a lot of stuff going on, but he finally took Jen's call. And uh, so he was like, yeah, so now you call me, Jen. You wouldn't call me back, but now you're calling me for stuff, right? I'm sure that's how that conversation went. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so as we're talking here at the end of summer, people are getting their trips together for 2023, 2024. Uh, there are a lot of things. Well, first of all, we're both travel agents. Jen owns a Star Traveling Concierge. I'm a travel agent. I work under Jen. Jen's my boss. Um, but also we're good friends here, so it works out. Uh, but one of the things that we see, and I, I think, 
as talking to clients, whether they go a lot or they go a few times, there's always a bevy of, of either mistakes or assumptions people make mm-hmm. that aren't true or things like that. And these are things that really can mess you up if you're planning for a trip um, or if you don't tell your travel agent what you want and mm-hmm. you know, can mess you up. So we're going to talk a little bit about some planning mistakes for Disney World. Some Disney sure. World no-nos. Some Disney, we'll talk about Disney Cruises in a minute, but Disney World knows some things you just shouldn't do. And I'll start here. And I've got a list of a couple of things here. First of all, um, Make sure that you have your park pass reservations done. Uh, yes. your, your At least agent? through January. Yes, yes. <laughs> January 9th. Exactly. January 9th, it doesn't matter. Uh, and it's an oh, easy well, thing to do. Oh, well, I think it still matters at land. <laughs> yeah, yeah. land, it does matter. But Disney World, it does not matter. Um, and it's an easy thing to do. If you think you know the park, let's just say you're going to go in November. You call up your travel yes. agent. Pick me. Pick Jen. Uh, and you say, hey, we're going to go for a couple of days in November. You know, we're not sure where we're going to go, but let's go ahead and plan for some stuff. Let's go ahead and get your park pass reservations done. And that way they're set, yep. they're golden. If we can we change, change them later, even... exactly. Two weeks from now, you're like, you know what? We're thinking on that Monday. Let's go to Epcot because I got a friend coming in town. They're going to meet us there. Let's do yeah. perfect. We'll go in and change them. Yeah. And if for some reason they're sold out, then they're sold out, but you have your park pass reservations set. This may not be as important for, you know, September the 23rd and 24th, but as we get into November, into Christmas season, whatever, this is important. Mm-hmm. go ahead and have them set. Go ahead and have them Just done. Get them set. Jen, more on that, or what else you got? What other mistakes are pe- do people make? Um, I would say not making your dining reservations right yes. away. Same thing. I mean, in, in dining, let's wrap that into dining, other special experiences, whether it's the Bitty Bobbity Boutique or specialty, you know, like fireworks cruises, things like that, because they can sell out. Now, so if you um, are aware for how um, Walt Disney World dining works, and I'm not going to talk about Disneyland at this point because it's different it's a whole different yep. animal out there in california right. um but it well disney world it is 60 plus 10 so you can go 60 days out from the day you check in if you are on property plus mm-hmm. 10 days out so if you are checking in let's say june 1st but somebody else has a longer stay then maybe the june 1st one you want like oh, i want to eat at ohana Ohana might already be booked up for that date we right. can probably get it for later in your trip um right. but that said we can we can definitely work to get it. And we have the most amount of time to stock dining reservations. Mm-hmm. So I would say people who don't make their decisions ahead of time, you you know, not that it's impossible within the 60 day window, but you should absolutely start at the earliest possible point. Yes. So that is another yep. mistake that people make like, oh no, I mean, we, you know, if a must do is eating in the castle, then guess what? Then at that 60 day mark, let us get the castle reservation for you. And then if that means we have to change your park pass reservations, like David just talked about to match it. up, mm-hmm. we can probably still do it at that point because at least yes. we get you the castle, you know, or yes. be our guest or whatever yep. you're. Space 220. <laughs> and to that end with dining, the dining plan is coming back January the 9th. We're all excited about it. It's two basic plans, oh, your yeah. quick service and your regular dining plan. Uh, work with your travel agent, uh, pick us, um, to figure out if you want to do dining plan, to figure out what works best mm-hmm. for you. Because mm-hmm. you may be traveling alone or maybe traveling with one other adult and a couple's trip or a friend's trip. And you want to go, 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 go. The regular dining plan may not be for you. Now, we would be happy to sell it to you, obviously, but we're not going to sell you stuff that you don't need. That's the that's the mark right. of a good travel planner. We're not going to be like, you have to get this. And it may not make sense for you. And guess what? The quick service may not make sense for you either. However, if you're a family of three or four or five and you're like, we want to do a character meal every single day, we're going to meet Mickey and then the princesses and, and we're going to be uh, mm-hmm. Tigger and Pooh, whatever. The dining plan makes total sense for you. It does, so let's it work that out. So explore mm-hmm. that. Don't just don't just off the cuff say, you know what? Add it. We're fine. Or we don't want right. that. Do a little questioning. Do a little answering. Mm-hmm. Figure out. We're going to figure out what's going to work best for you. But don't just do it off the cuff because you definitely right. want to, to plan for that. Uh, memory maker is also a big one, I think. 
Um, uh, yeah. What I tell my clients, and they ask me about it, I think if you're somebody who just wants to take up a picture on your phone, eh, it's fine. It may not be for you. If you're a picture, if you're a family, especially with families with kids mm-hmm. who want to take pictures all day, and that's your, you know, you come back like yeah. us with hundreds of pictures on your phone. Mm-hmm. Memory maker, 169 ahead of time. Prices may change. 199 within three days. It's well worth it. The last yeah. time we took a trip in March, we had over 600 pictures on our memory maker. Um, just taking pictures of everything and oh, everybody yeah. because yeah, it's well, well worth it. So definitely don't just don't just discount that as well. So uh Jen, anything else on your list? Um, I I I just had something that I was like, oh my gosh. And of course I didn't write anything down because why would I why would I write something down? Um oh don't don't bypass magical moments because you feel like you have to do everything because oh, yes. so much of the magic of Disney is looking around at the cool little details that the Imagineers put in, looking around at the cool little magical moments that they might have going on versus, okay, I, I just have to ride, 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 ride. Yes. I love the rides too, right. you know, but there right. are so many in between things. And I think people get so tunnel visioned with, oh, I've got to hit this and I got to get my genie bus and then I got to do this. And like, mm-hmm. I've got to be constantly doing something. Well, sometimes just walking the streets of like Hollywood studios or, you know, Animal Kingdom and exploring that whole, you know, uh, African marketplace. Like it's so cool to see the different details. So yes. don't miss magical yeah. moments because you're being tunnel visioned on just mm-hmm. riding the rides. Cause that's only half of the experience in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree with that, I think. And and honestly, this is something that, that I think people don't understand about Disney World is the magic is what you make it. The magic yeah. is there. But if you're going to go to Disney World and all you can think about is how hot it is or how much you're spending right. or how, much, how bad the lines are going to be, you're not going to have a good time because you yeah. have to. I don't want to say you have to get men- mentally ready for it, but you kind of do. Um, mm-hmm. You know what you're getting into. Disney's it can be costly. Yeah. And it's going to be hot. It's Florida. You're a lot closer to the equator than if you lived in Detroit, Michigan. It's hot, especially in the summertime. Um, it's hot right in Alabama now. and I'm nine hours away. I'm burning up on this downstairs downstairs uh, room in my house. Um, and so, cause my wife won't turn the air down and, uh, you know, so, um, but you have to know that the magic is what you make it and you have to be ready for it. And it's honestly one of those things, if you're not in a position in your life where you're like, you know what, I'm going to, all I'm going to do is think about how much I'm spending. Maybe wait for that trip a little bit longer. Wait, push it off a couple of weeks or a couple of months or maybe a year and say, you know what, I'm going to be ready for it when I'm, when I have the money to pay for it completely. And I don't have to worry about every penny I'm spending or whatever. doesn't mean you have to Mm -hmm. spend tons of money. No, absolutely not. But you don't want to be there going, how much is this drink going to cost? Okay, let's just get some waters. Let's just get, I don't want to spend, I don't, can we buy one Coke to share for all six of us? Okay, let's, we'll get some water. I mean, you don't want to do, you don't want to do that because that'll just make you miserable. Yeah, right, right, exactly. So um, in terms of other Disney mistakes, <laughs> don't go without rain gear, especially if you're traveling mm. with quasi producer Heather. To yes, Epcot. to Epcot. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And any any team you work with, any group or any organization you work with, there's always these things that kind of stick out as kind of what they call lore, basically. Yeah. And one of the 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 lore of upon, upon a star is that when Heather goes to Epcot, it rains. It's just a thing that happens. We don't know why. Her, she gets her <laughs> ER on every time we go, and it's like a rain cloud that just follows. Okay, her, listen, I know. and Yael can sometimes counteract Heather's. Yeah. Wait, the sunshine you bring it definitely it, helps. 
Definitely. Yeah, because well, because because we love Epcot and Epcot is our park. So like mm-hmm. we can we bring that sunshine. Um yes. but but Heather loves Guardians. So I feel like she's been there recently where it hasn't been raining. But the the good advice though is make sure you have an emergency poncho or an umbrella mm-hmm. because it is again, it's Florida. Right. <laughs> and the three o'clock thunderstorm is a thing. Um right. and or sometimes the all day rain. So just make sure you have but it's possible to go to the parks in the rain. And yes. sometimes the crowds thin out and you actually get a really good experience. Which is nice. Uh, they, mm-hmm. Which is nice. And they have like the rainy day parade in the Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom, which is which is really cool. Which so, is pretty cool because it's something you don't see. It is pretty day. cool. I mean, exactly. A lot of people haven't seen it because it's raining. And so people, you know, go away. And people aren't there. Right. But if you're there yep. and you can mm-hmm. like watch it. So don't, don't go unprepared. Right. <laughs> weather. And then also <laughs> don't say out of the parks just because it is raining. You know. Right. Right. And on that token, be prepared for the heat. Um, be prepared for yeah. it. I know it's easy to say when we're doing this hot, we're ready to go. You know, take your water breaks, take your shade breaks, mm-hmm. take your, you know what, we're going, 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 but hey, how about we take 30 minutes, grab some ice cream and go sit over here in Animal Kingdom over there by Pandora. There are several little nooks and crannies. Oh, uh, yeah. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking of that are shaded. You can sit on a rock Absolutely. and just have an ice cream off to the side where it's kind of shady or whatever, and just enjoy enjoy a little bit of downtime, even for 20 minutes, even for 30 mm-hmm. minutes. Your kids definitely need that, but you're going to need that to hydrate mm-hmm. like crazy. Yes, water is 350 Lots a bottle. Lots of water. sucks. But you plan for it. Just know you have to because it's refill your hot, water you know? bottles. Go yes. get free. Go get free water at free water. The, yep. at the quick mm-hmm. service or the ice cream stands because they will give it to you. And right. literally, I would say, especially when it's as hot as it has been, mm-hmm. there are more people who will go to the uh, medical station or yes. have to have the paramedics called because of they are overheated. So listen to yep. your body. Right. Make sure you're staying hydrated. Don't just you know push push right. push like. Take the break. It's okay. And pay attention to those kids in the strollers. It's easy to walk around the parks and maybe there's a slight breeze going. You're like, okay, well, this is comfortable. Well, the way the strollers are built, a lot of times your kids' legs are sticking in the sun. And so there's only so much you can coverage you can pull over them. So just be aware of the stroller itself, what they're doing, what's going on. Like my kid, you know, 11 years old, we have a medical stroller that we use for him. He doesn't really tell us if he's hot. He just will pull his legs up sometimes. So we have to be aware constantly. We actually have a very thin blanket we'll throw over his legs. It's breezy, but it kind of deflects him from the sun. Um, same thing with your devices. Be cautious of your devices and stuff, your iPads, yeah. your iPhones, your iWatch, because you're in the hot sun. Make sure that you're taking time to pull your phone out, maybe turn it off for 30 minutes or whatever. Or, you know, if it's, if you're in a, if it cute inside, have it in your hand, kind of letting it cool off without just being on it the whole time, you know, because I've heard people, their devices just completely overheat because it's so freaking hot. Because it's so, so hot. Yeah. yeah. So a couple more things here. And this is something I think that, that first timers especially don't, un- don't understand. Mm-hmm. Plan for travel between the parks. Yeah. Um, because let's just say it's one thirty. You've got a you've got dinner at you know at uh, Magic Kingdom at two thirty. You're in you know Hollywood Studios. It's one thirty. It's one forty five. Whatever. Yeah, we're gonna stroll out of the park about two o'clock. Whatever. You got <laughs> dinner. You know what? Because Hollywood Studios is only what three or four or five miles, six miles from Magic Kingdom. It's we'll get over there pretty easy. No, if you're taking a bus, yeah. that bus runs every twenty to thirty minutes. And Jen, I think that you probably you probably know that the buses are reliable all the time because you you know that you probably think that because you don't uh-huh. ride a lot of Disney buses and so you're thinking <laughs> on the dot every twenty minutes they're on that no they're not Am like I that at all that? I don't like that, that at all there are several instances I can I can horror stories I can tell you we're at a bus stop and we're trying to get to a park like Magic Kingdom and I will literally see three or four or five Epcot buses pull up mm-hmm. one after the other and nary a Magic Kingdom bus. 
Uh, and so it just understand you have to be prepared for travel time when you, you wake up in the morning in the morning, 90 minutes, parks, 90 minutes. Disney says 90, it, can, it, and 90 it, minutes. it doesn't have to take 90 minutes. And typically a lot of times it, it won't. It typically yeah. will not. Yep. However, by the time you walk yep. where you're going, mm-hmm. wait for the bus, get on the bus. Yep. And walk even you're if you're Ubering, yep. you have to walk to the place where the, you're going to get picked up. So it's not as if you can just walk right outside uh, on the curb there and like get right. picked up immediately. Every park has their own little rideshare station. Mm-hmm. I think Epcot's actually building an actual area for rideshare, I believe. Yeah, um, there is a spot for it right now. And mm-hmm. it's actually not that far um, Which is good. of a walk. Right. But yeah, there is actually like a little mm-hmm. pavilion even right now that right. you can sit under. It's got a couple fans. So yep. Well, and Disney Springs is a great example, too, because yes. buses don't run all the time to Disney Springs. Sometimes it takes mm-hmm. a little longer to get there. Mm-hmm. If you're at Disney Springs, you start your morning off Disney Springs. We're like, we're going to relax, walk around, do some shopping. We'll Uber over to Hollywood yeah. Studios. You're at the Christmas shop at 1.30. You got dining at 2.30, 2.45 at Hollywood. Guess what? You're in trouble because yeah. the ride share is the clear other end of Disney Springs. The whole the other side. absolute other end of Disney Springs. It is insane how far that mm-hmm. way it is to go over there. Um, yeah. You know, it's a long walk. So just now I that. did hear, so, or I think they might be doing another station closer to. That would be good. That side, that which I, so but don't quote me on that because I'm not a thousand percent sure on that one. Mm-hmm. The one that I know of is all the way over on the West side. Right. I think Past that's Cirque du Soleil. That's good. Um, also, and this is my final thing I have for Disney World, and you can throw out whatever you have too. Um, for the early morning, you know, again, let's look at times. Magic yeah. Kingdom it opens, it opens at you know eight thirty, which means the park opens. Let's just say the park opens at eight. Uh, okay. Regular uh, park opens at nine. You know, the the gates will open at eight thirty for on-site guests, whatever. So you're like, eh, we'll get to the bus stop around eight o'clock. We'll zip right on over there. Don't do that. Don't, do, Don't that. do that at all because depending on where you are, your bus might be really, really packed out. I mean, it might take several buses for you to get in line. The line for the buses is going to increasingly get longer and longer. And mm-hmm. it takes a few minutes to get there, go through bag check, and you won't get into the park till after 8.30. Now, if so. I could tell you, if you want to stay at the Grand Floridian, though, um, it's the first stop on the monorail. So you can probably get yes. away with going in. That is true. That is true. Uh, <laughs> where, wait, where's the monorail? Where's the Grand? Okay, Grand Floridian. That's the one of the big ones around the circle. Oh, my gosh. That's that's the motel over there you by. Could... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> or you could walk if you're at the Contemporary. It's about a 10-minute walk. Very true. But even if you plan for that, monorail, yes. monorail also gets back. The monorail sometimes. does get packed. That's true. Um, the line can if get you're long. temporary, it's got several stops. And then you still have to go through back check getting on. Oh, no, I walk if I'm at the contemporary. So, no, that's true. Temporary, you can just walk. You can just walk. So, well, although you actually don't do rope drop anyway, so you're walking. I mean, correct. So it really doesn't matter. Middle of the day when the monorail is not that busy, you stop okay, at the monorail. But I out. have occasionally rope dropped. Occasionally. Occasionally, when the I park's mean, open to like ten or something, because after a hurricane, the park opened eleven thirty. We'll we'll rope no, drop today. I feel like there was a time recently <laughs> that I had to. I don't remember why. There was a reason. Know, so, something was going on in your life that uh, thoughts and prayers for that. Uh, I hope everything's okay. So, oh, ooh, I got one more thing written down too. Oh, okay. This is your travel planner can help you with this because streamline your touring. Uh, don't do your Genie Plus. Now, get your pay attention to your Genie Plus. That's a whole other conversation. But also, don't get Genie Plus at 6.57 in the morning and then look at your family going, okay, what do you guys want to get? Oh, Have yeah. a plan for that. We can help you with that. But also, don't decide you're going to do, hey, we're going to do Space Mountain first, and then we're going to do a Big Thunder, and then we're going to do Peter Pan's Flight, and then we're doing Tron, and then we're going to do Splash Mountain, Tiana's, whatever, Pirates. <laughs> that is a crisscross of the park that you do not need. 
And so streamline that. Look and see what's around you. As much know, as possible. Figure out what you're going to get as much as possible. Sometimes a crisscross, you can't help. I mean, sometimes, um, yeah. It, it, depending on yeah. how the Genie Plus is falling that day exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Sometimes the crisscross will make you want to jump, jump across the park. But, you know, streamline as much as possible and be aware of what you're getting. Go just yeah. blindly go into it going, hey, we're going to do Big Thunder. And then we're doing, uh, mm-hmm. they were doing teacups. And, you know, within five minutes. No, you're not. Right. And so just be prepared for that. Let's jump over to Disney Cruise Line because mm-hmm. the one big thing I have for Disney Cruise Line more than anything else, and you cruise so many more times than I have, that pre-night stay is so important. So okay? important. And what we mean by that is if your cruise leaves on a Tuesday and, mm-hmm. you know, you get on the ship, you can get on the ship, your boarding group, you may not get on the ship till 12 or 1 o'clock. I get it. That's fine. Do not arrive to the port on Tuesday morning or think, hey, we're going to roll up in there Tuesday morning and park and get on the ship. Find a hotel. You can make it as cheap as possible. We're happy to help you do that. We're happy to help you. There's actually a a great rate that we can add on to a Disney Cruise Line package. Exactly. Um, And find a hotel. Stay the night before. A lot Mm. of the hotels will have parking included. So you can leave your car at the hotel the entire Mm. trip you're gone. Um, Some will require maybe a parking fee or some require a little shuttle fee, whatever. But you want to be there because you don't want to risk anything happening the morning of. You're trying to come in to get to your cruise. Maybe maybe little Johnny got sick. So you had left an hour later. He's fine. He just had a little tummy bump, but he's okay. He's going to be on the cruise. He'll be fine. But you left an hour later and suddenly you're in traffic. You're stuck. There's road construction. You're supposed to get off the ship at 11. It's now 1130. You haven't even parked yet. You don't want any of that stress. You don't want that. It's worth the extra $100, $200, $300, whatever you pay for that one night to have your whole family. That the pre-night stay, I think, is so important. Mm -hmm. So, Jen, what are some tips and some mistakes that people make on, uh, on, on Disney Cruise Lines? Um, Well, in addition to that one, I would say don't underestimate the value of travel protection. Because there are things that can happen that you, that are unforeseen, which is the whole reason for travel protection. But at least if you have that, you have some backup. It's a small price in comparison to the entirety of the cruise that you are paying. So Mm. I would say, you know, don't underestimate (laughs) like, oh, I don't need that. You don't need it till you need it, which I know sounds so cliche, but trust me, I have seen so many times um, (laughs) that that can come and bite you yeah um, you don't don't want to do that and honestly and, and i'll say this we, we don't as travel agents we can't look at you and be like you have to get travel insurance no we can't we can and recommend it our our family personally doesn't get it for walt disney world trips because of our situation and what we have set up we don't think we need it but there are some families that do and i will tell families here's the here's the instructions walt disney world you know you decide what you mm-hmm. want to do because we can fly in pretty easy not a big deal across the country maybe it's a different story cruises you're leaving the country you're Difference. leaving the country, even if it is to just the island and back or whatever, you're leaving the country. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that go wrong on a cruise um, from that pre-night stay to missing boarding to what happens if you miss your excursion date and you can't get back on. What happens if there's a problem with the cruise itself? I mean, it's worth it. It is worth having it's a worth peace it. of mind to, to know. And plus cruises, a lot of times you book them so far out, it's a bundle right. into the cost. So it's not as if you're paying an extra, I got to pay an extra blah, 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 whatever on top of it. You're just paying for it all along and, and you're okay. So I definitely recommend that as well. Also for that last night, don't underpack and don't overpack. <laughs> and you got to find that fine line because you're you're expected to put your 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 luggage out of the cabin yeah. outside of the cabin and they'll pick it up for you and take it out and have have it ready you know to grab as you get off the ship. If you overpack, that means you're carrying heavy bags because you have a bunch a whole bunch of stuff you didn't need. If you forget and underpack, suddenly everything you need is now packed and you're like, "Oh, I got an extra t-shirt and some pajama shorts to get off the ship with." 
Okay. That's awesome. So just find that fine line, pay attention to what you're doing, what you're packing, mm-hmm. figure out what you need, maybe have one set of extra yeah. clothes or something in a bag or whatever. If you're solo, if you're traveling with family, whatever, but don't under over kind of find that mid, mid, uh, yeah. mid gray area there of packing appropriately for that yeah. last night. And even the first night too, because you can't always get to your cabin immediately. So right. And just remember that what, if you are not putting your luggage out the night before, everything is something you have to carry off the ship. Yes. So, um, I just in general, and I just feel like this is good travel practice. Mm -hmm. I always pack, um, first of all, my personal item, but also my, my rollerboard, my, you know, my carry on bag that can go over the overhead bin. I can survive in what is in those two bags if needed. Now I like to pack a whole lot more than that, but if pressed and I had to survive with what is in those two bags, Mm -hmm. I have my essentials. I've got mm-hmm. my toothbrush. I've got, you know, some spare underwear. <laughs> I've got my <laughs> right? bathing suit if it's something, right. that's, if that's appropriate destination. Um, mm-hmm. I have like a small packing cube of clothes that will get me by. Mm-hmm. Um, I also yep. have um, travel protection. So um, I actually carry an annual policy so that right. because I just, I travel so much so that if that happens and if I need to buy something, I can sit in receipts. So yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> that is, um, that that's a big one. So don't, don't pack in a way that you don't have things you need at all times, including medications. Do not get rid of your medications into right. a check bags where you do not have access to them. Right. Right. And if you have medications, and this goes for Disney World too, if you have medications that need to be refrigerated or need to be like really, really cold. These yes. are things you need to, to take care of beforehand. Don't just roll up with your pills that have to be 32 degrees right. at all times, expecting to throw them in a Disney World or even a Disney Cruise Line refrigerator because those are coolers. Those are not necessarily mini fridges. Uh, they keep so things cool, need to... but not cold. So you need to make those arrangements. Yes, and adding back to travel insurance too. Um, I think sometimes people don't pay attention to what they're getting when it comes to travel protection. That's we true. travel planners will give you what we think you need and we will tell you this is the policy. And give you options. And give you just, options as yeah, well. We'll that's options. Just, but options. Um, but honestly, and I tell my clients this, I'm like, this is the information number. I, I invite you to call if you have any questions about coverage, because we're not insurance agents. We are travel mm-hmm. agents, right? So we can't really tell you, oh yeah, it covers this and covers that. I don't want to say that at all. If you have, especially if you have particulars, pre-existing conditions, things like that to be aware of, I would much rather you call the insurance company and say, hey, am I covered on this? So you will know before you fork over the money for travel. Oh, so we can we can cater that protection to what you need and say, oh, well, you've got mm-hmm. this. Talk to the travel company. Okay, well, let's do this for you. So so there is that. Uh, also, my last thing here, because I don't have a ton of this, but honestly, budget for the extras. Um, a lot of things are included. Your meals are included. If you pay pre-pay gratuity, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's included. Yep. Disney Cruise Line doesn't always include your alcohol. They don't include a lot of special drinks like coffees and things like that. Um, well, regular you know, coffee, like, like just normal, regular coffees. like black normal coffee. is fine. Like, yeah, but yeah. like, you know, lattes and espressos Correct. and whatever, those are not included. Um, there are some desserts that aren't included. The Disney Wish is a great example. The Joyful Sweets, which is a gelato and ice cream uh, counter. Well, I think we should delicious. say just the specialty sweets. Like yes. dessert is always included. Right. I mean, you can always yes. have a dessert. But I'm just talking about Joyful Seats because I went in there and like I had to pay for everything, which is fine. It wasn't very expensive, but I had to pay for it. So um, I'm glad I brought a few bucks with me and charge it to your room. Uh, But just know that you don't – the cruise is not an all-inclusive. It's a – Lots of inclusive, but it's not an yeah. all-inclusive. It's just an ask your travel You can make it basically all-inclusive. Yes. I mean, yep. it's if you choose not to get specialty coffee or specialty right. sweets, then of course you can, you yep. know, or no alcohol, then yeah, it's not a problem. Yep. But And I had a pretty good time. I didn't spend a ton of money on my cruise and I had a pretty good time getting, you know, I had like a, a like a latte here and a latte there and a bottle of yep. water over here. Just, I mean, I had things that were fine. And so, you know, absolutely. Um, 
So yeah, and then I spent way too much money on a Disney Cruise Line shirt, but that's my that's my particular. <laughs> well, but that's that's a souvenir, like it's fine. Exactly. Um, <laughs> any any passport tips, passport mistakes that you think people make? Um, wait, Jen? they wait too long to renew them or mm, to get them yes. in general. Like yes. if you know that you are going on a trip, and you know it's mm. going to require a passport. Now, okay, cruises if they leave from and come back to the same port in the United States, right? You can, okay, can you go without a passport? Legally, yes. You yes. can go with a government-issued photo ID and a birth certificate. And for some cruise lines, a marriage certificate is also required if you have changed your name due to marriage. But let's say you're in the Bahamas or mm. Grand Cayman or, I, I don't know, Jamaica on a stop and something happens and you have a medical emergency or something, I don't know, some other emergency happens and you have to fly home from that island and you don't have a passport. That's right. where it becomes a problem. Right. That's where you're going to have to get to the consulate. That's where there's some other things that are going to have to play and the government's going to have to get involved. Whereas if you have a passport, you can make it a whole lot easier. So I do say, and then people who want to go on trips and like, oh, I'll get it done. I'll get it done. Believe me, I understand. The last time I did a passport renewal, I think my renewal paper sat on my desk for two months. So no yeah. judgment. <laughs> yeah. But right yep. now, even expedited. Passports are taking six to eight weeks, and that's expedited. I, I hate the question from clients that go, "Do you think my passport would get here in time if I order it today for the next?" Like, I can't answer that because I have I don't no know. idea. I don't. It might be here next week. It might be here December. I have. It no might be here clue. in three months. I mean, who knows? And I, just... and I maybe and maybe you've had this happen, Jen. I've gone. I've traveled, done travel planning for ten years now, over ten years, and I'm hoping to do it another however many years. God lets me do this mm -hmm. on this great, wonderful Earth He's created. I've never heard the words. Okay, I had to call the embassy. And I hope to never hear those words right? because that means things went haywire in the Bahamas yep. or in Jamaica or in or wherever you know, or in the Congo or wherever I sent you on your wonderful trip. I had to call the embassy or words that no travel planner ever wants to hear, which could have been helped if you had a passport. Good I just I just, you know, like like, please, yeah. it's just for it's for safety. Yes. Yep. It's for safety. Like, yes. <laughs> it's just it's, yeah. it's now, better. Keep up with your passports. It's one of those things that I yes. always keep in mind. Our friend Sarah Goes Bananas actually says she keeps it on her even when she goes on excursions, like in a fanny pack or yeah. something. I keep mine in my safe with spare cash and things like that. I actually do use the safe. I keep it in, in there. Just, just kind of keep it out. Uh, daily, I have a ritual where daily I put my eyes on it. I open the safe. I put my eyes on it. I put my eyes on anything like that that I need any paperwork. All inclusive is the same way. A lot of times you have that piece of paper you have to show to the to the customs. I put my eyes on it once or twice a day to make sure I know exactly where that is. I haven't touched it since yesterday. It's in the same spot, but I can go to bed knowing it's right there. So mm -hmm. make it a habit of knowing your passport is all the time. And as we wrap up, if and Jen, I'll ask you this: if something happens um, on a cruise or an all inclusive whatever, and somebody's mm -hmm. like. So let's say they forgot their passport. Let's just say they're going on a cruise and they forgot <sighs> their passport. They're in the port. They did the pre-night stay. I listened to your episode. I did my pre-night stay. I'm at the Marriott, two miles from the port. We're leaving tomorrow. Jen, my passport's at home. Okay. What do, what do I do? And we're going to we're, I mean, somewhere that maybe requires a passport. Yeah. Um, okay. And that's, that's unfortunate. I've read more and more scenarios. I've, thank goodness, have never had it happen to any right. of our clients that I know of. Um, so first of all, if you've caught it the night before, if you if you see if somebody can at least get you a picture of the passport or a picture of your birth certificate, um, certain cruise lines will take a copy. Okay. okay, so like a printed copy. Not all will. Some require the raised seal. So it's really going to kind of depend. Right. Hopefully you have at least, well, if you boarded a plane, you have your, you have at least your driver's license on right. because right. you have to have a photo ID. Um, if you can get somebody to, again, 
fax a copy of something mm-hmm. to you or, you know, email a copy that can be printed out at the hotel. I have seen that potentially sometimes work. You have to go to the cruise port. You want to get there early. You want to let them know the situation. Hey, I forgot, you know, my documents right. at home, but here is what I have. Um, you know, if they will take that copy of the birth certificate, then you'll be okay. But not every cruise line will. So please like double check your documents. If you need a passport, if you, um, you know, and maybe it's a good habit just to bring copies of everything with Mm -hmm. you. Just keep that. in. I have a little travel wallet that has my, I'd actually have extra copies of my passport and I, which I keep separate from my physical passport. So I can always have the copies of the passport. Mm -hmm. God forbid something happens. I'm out. And I do typically take my non-excursions. I have a little pocket in my, in my crossbody. I should say it depends on where, not in the Caribbean, but I do it in Europe. I make sure I always have my, my um, passport on my person. Um, mm-hmm. Just in case something happens, I know where the documents are. <laughs> Good. Good deal. So, but yeah. Awesome. I think that's a great place to stop. There's just some great no-nos for Disney World mm-hmm. and Disney Cruise Line. I hope you guys, if you're listening, you're taking some notes, you're thinking to yourself, oh, I would never do that. Or, ooh, that's a good idea. Let me plan for that too. Uh, we are happy to help you. And of course, that's what we do at Upon Star Travel and Concierge. We're not an official agency podcast, but because I work there, she owns it. Eh, it kind of goes hand in hand. So we're happy to help you at any point in time. Uh, info at uponastartravel.com. Email that. And if you don't know anybody, you know, you can just email. Jen will pick it up or whoever will pick it up and they'll figure out where you need to go. Dave, Jen at aponstartravel.com as well. We'll be happy to help you. Um, you know, and if we don't have the answers, we'll direct you to somebody in our agency that yeah. does because with 25, 27, 28 agents, we cover the world. I mean, there are, I, I can't honestly think of a place in this world that you could feasibly go on a trip that one a person, at least one person in our agency would be like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. So we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out for you. Jen, where can we find you and all your wonderful travel trips pictures? You can find me at upon a star Jen or my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Novotny. That is perfect. Of course, I am upon a star travel. No, I'm not. I am. <laughs> I am at the magic only dollar on Facebook. And as it stands right now, folks, I am at 992 in followers. And I know it's a little mm. small thing. I'm eight away. I know that I keep harping on that because you're like, it's not about the numbers. And you're right. It's not about the numbers. It's about the quality of followers. But I wouldn't mind getting a thousand. That would be great. Follow me there, of course, on Instagram. And also follow us on uh, Disney on a dollar and magic on a dollar on Facebook. That's where I'm also located. It's World Princess Week. Jen, right now, top of your head. Your three favorite princesses go. Oh, Disney princesses, clearly. Yes, so princesses. we're going to have yep. Belle, mm-hmm. um, Ariel, and Aurora. Nice. I would go Rapunzel, Belle, and Ooh, probably. I just wasn't thinking of Rapunzel. Yeah, I was thinking classic era. Oh, probably either Tiana or Merida. I want to say Merida. I want to say Merida, but uh, you know what? Uh, I'm, sw- I'm. Can I swap? Uh, yes. I'm swapping um, Ariel for for Rapunzel for Punzi. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I'm doing now on my my Facebook page is actually is the unofficial Disney bracket, like uh, unofficial. Oh Disney yeah, princesses. that's fun. And I found 16, and I found like these are all should be Disney princesses, including Tinkerbell. You had the black card in there, a Disney Lewin. princess. She got some votes. People, love I know her. she did. Um, you know, and I think I put it in one of the comments how much you love the movie, and so you know. Oh her, yeah, I, okay, yeah, was that, like, that I is, was like, yeah. Jen, she loves that movie. Um, I watched that movie like. <laughs> we'll see you next week folks for of course like i said kyla 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 hopefully coming on the show we'll talk about costa rica we'll talk about the london dizzy trip and answer all your questions when it comes to that as well so thank you so much jen i am david hey don't forget to thank your phoenicians thank you for listening to the main street electrical podcast you can find us on instagram twitter 
and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true. Beep, beep.